Oh, yeah. I need an MS drug. A drug that stops me being sick. A drug that helps my body go fire. With no side effects and shit. I want an MS drug. A drug that fixes my head. A drug that stops pain in my eye without making me dead. I don't want to be nervous. I just want to be with you. I am tired of feeling down and blue when I'm medicated around you. <laughs> I need a new drug. One that doesn't kill. One that won't cost so much. Hopefully no more than a pill. Hello and welcome to episode 211 of Under the Cull of MS. Uh, little Huey Lewis in the news, wanted a drug parody. It's a quick one, I threw it together in a couple minutes, so <laughs> wasn't that great, but well, <laughs> I have fun with it. Uh, yeah, I had my I pre recorded Tuesday and Thursday, so today is the first day I'm gonna talk about. My appointment on Tuesday with my first ever MS specialist. I finally got to see someone with MS knowledge at the Neurological Center in Milwaukee. So that was enjoyable. He was very knowledgeable right off the bat, had things to tell me, and was surprised as I was telling him things. As far as where I was and what I've gone through. And for once in my life, I never heard the words relapsing remitting MS, <laughs> which is a good and a bad thing. <laughs> you don't want to hear about progression, but yeah, he classified me right off the bat as secondary progressive. So I don't have to. I haven't had a relapse in a long time type thing. Issue all minor flare-ups and continuous and not stuff that just goes away that you wish it would. It'll go away seasonally, like my spasticity amps up in the summer and the winter, and it mellows out more in the spring and fall. And it also depends on what I'm doing around those seasons too, and it can just bad any time of the year, but it seems to be more prevalent in the summer and winter times with the heat and the extreme colds, but he uh, basically, well, he put me back on Baclofen to try and work out some of the nighttime spasticity issues and stuff, and like start out with two, work up to however many, and I mentioned to him that I gave up last time when my doctor told me to start taking nine a day. It's like I didn't want to pile that many pills in my gut every day, and then I don't know if it, they totally dissolve or if it's just, just going to build up in on a part of my stomach liner and just eventually corrode through my stomach or what. But so yeah, he said start out with two and. Take more if you need to each day and increase as it goes. And he, when I told him about the nine pills a day, he's like, oh, that's no no big deal. You can take way more than that. <laughs> so, all right. <laughs> uh, I'll try it again, I figured. 
And then he uh, went through everything else, the gate test and all that stuff, and found out a variety of things from that were very interesting. It's It was nice talking to someone that could actually counter answer things that you had to talk about. And he was was surprised about some of the doctor things I told him about from my past. And he's like, basically thinking my diagnosis, my main exasperation started with the day I, I woke up paralyzed from the neck down. And he thought that was what started off my MS search. And then explained to him some other things. I went back into my teenage and childhood years and stuff. And it's like, yeah, it's, you've had it longer. And and then with the secondary progressive classification, it's basically now you're at that point where you hope you can ride it out for as many years as possible and not advance too much. But you're also at that point where all of a sudden one day you could have to be taken to a home to go through therapy for a few months and live in a home and be in a wheelchair and all that stuff if you have some major exasperation with it or whatever. But we'll see what happens, and we're going to just work it out the best we can and focus on anti-inflammatory stuff and everything else and just keep adding those things. And I do have three medications I'm looking at changing around and working with, but I'm going to run one of those through my PCP in a couple of weeks when I go through with her, and I'll talk about that then. And then the other two are going to be with him because they got to be prescribed through a neurologist, but I want he wants me to come back in three months because we talked about my okra and stuff. and how I explained to him that with each infusion, I was late by a month or so. And then so that didn't help. And I was explaining to him how my body felt during those periods. Then we went over my gait ability, how much I've changed each year over the past three year period. And then we went over the, uh, where I had my, brain and spine with contrast MRI right along, I think it was between the first and second Ocrevus full infusion. And I explained to him how I had lesions that grew and multiplied, but the doctor decided, he talked about Desabri, but he decided to keep me on Ocrevus and this doctor's like that was stupid and you know, he didn't say it was stupid he basically said hey shunt of we shunt have done it that route we should have went and tried a different medication because obviously the ocrevus wasn't doing anything if it was if my lesions are enhancing it's not working the way it should so why bother with that medication get on something different and then he's like the position you're in right now it's like you're not really using dmds to prevent relapses and stuff now now you're in a phase more where you're just trying to keep the progression 
at a steady point and not allow any major flare-up or something to put you in a later into the primary progressive later stages of MS. But we talked about to say every ocrevus, and I mentioned that years ago before, basically around when I first got diagnosed, uh, I was researching in the Maven Cloud. So I got, I like the way it mentioned that you did like 10 pills or whatever over a short period, and then you don't take anything for the rest of the two year period. And we talked about it not long ago, I think a week or so ago. On this podcast, also, we talked a little bit about Maven Claude, Maven Claude, but he gave me a huge booklet <laughs> about it, so I decided we're going to sit there and just today's episode, go through, make it all about Maven Claude, and Maven Claude, Maven Claude, it's got to be Maven Claude, cause you got the E after the V, and <laughs> how it's spelled uh yeah so we're gonna go and look through this book and just i didn't go through it since he gave it to me and just see if there's any type of side effects or any type of prescription rundown that's different from what i know and expect from it and we'll get to that right after this okay maven class Cladribine, 10 milligram tablets. What are they? Let's find out. Okay. It's a MS treatment that's not an infusion, not an injection, not a daily pill, not taken every day of the year. Mavenclad is a prescription medicine used to treat relapsing forms of multiple sclerosis to include relapsing remitting disease and active secondary progressive disease in adults. Because of its safety profile, Mavenclad is generally used in people who have tried another MS medicine that they could not tolerate or that has not worked well enough. Which I'm over to now. And he was actually surprised that they even put me on Copaxone to start with considering uh, how long I had MS-related issues before I finally got diagnosed, so you would think I'd be further along, so why, st- why put me on a pill that you put on a new new person with MS? Makes no sense, but what you going to do? You listen to the doctors, even though they don't listen to us half the time. That's why you got to find a good doctor group that can work with you and looks at you as the boss instead of them being the boss and telling you what to do. You need to be able to tell them what you need and they should work with you around that. But yeah, Maven Clot is not recommended for use in people with clinically isolated syndrome, which is can be a, a diagnosis before relapsing remitting. So if you I would assume that people that are CIS would sit there and start with something more like Copaxone. But that's just what I would think. Don't take my word for it. I'm not a doctor. 
definitely talk to your doctor about all this stuff. It is not known if Mavenclad is safe and effective in children under 18 years of age. Well, that's good to know because I'm not 18 or under, so. Mavenclad may cause serious side effects. Treatment with Mavenclad may increase your risk of developing cancer. Yay. You should follow healthcare provider instructions about screening for cancer. Because of the risk of birth defects, do not take Mavenclad if you are pregnant or of childbearing potential and not using effective birth control. Please see Mavenclad prescribing information. All right, let's get into this book, see what it has to offer us. Important safety information. Risk of cancer, malignancies. Follow healthcare provider instructions about screening for cancer. Mavenclad may cause birth defects if used during pregnancy. We just talked about all that stuff. So we don't need to know about that. Uh, if you need, you can contact MS Lifelines who can answer some questions about Mavenclad at 18. 877-447-3243. You can also go to mavenclad.com. That's M-A-V-E-N-C-L-A-D.com. Check out more information on it. <clears throat> Let's see your proven, proven results. No more than 10 oral treatment days a year. Over two years, Mavenclad's safety profile has been evaluated for 15 years in clinical trials, follow-ups, and real-world experiences. I think it's been way longer than 15 years because I thought it was in Europe for like 15 years before we got it, but that could be wrong. Approved in 80-plus countries worldwide, including the U.S. Okay, your Healthcare provider will continue to monitor your health during the two yearly treatment courses as well as between treatment courses and for at least another two years during which you do not need to take Mavenclad. It is not known if Mavenclad is safe and effective in people who restart the Mavenclad tra treatment more than two years after completing two yearly treatment courses. So if for some reason you'd go off like pregnancy or whatever. Not knowing if it's effective after if you go back on it or not. Not take it if you have malignancy, cancer, or pregnant. Uh, if you're a human or if are human immunodeficiency virus, HIV positive, have active infections, including tuberculosis. Hepatitis B or C are allergic to cladribine. So I've been tested for all that stuff, and I'm getting my Hep A B injections at the moment. So I'm clear of that, but I just getting the injections to keep myself clean of it, and I have to worry about getting it from someone. Uh, Mavenclad is the first and only short course oral therapy with no more than 10 treatment days a year over two years. Up to 20 days of oral treatment over two years. 
first year, eight to 10 oral treatment days, second year, eight to 10 oral treatment days. Uh, it's taken for two weeks in the first year and for two weeks in the second year. Each tre treatment week, also known as a cycle, taken about a month apart, consists of one or two Maven-clad pills a day for four or five days in a row. Dosing depends on your weight. Screening and monitoring, monitoring should be performed before, during, and after treatment. Mavenclad will continue to treat your MS over the two, two treatment years, even when you're not actively taking it. 355 Mavenclad dosing three days a year, which is awesome. And I get to do this at my house. Uh, pills come to me, so I don't have to go in for like I had to with infusion. All that stuff, I do have to go in with a checkup and with them in three months, and I'm sure there'll be a, another one three or six months after that, and just do blood screening and stuff, make sure nothing's going on. Year one, month one, first treatment week, four or five days. And then month two is your second treatment week, four or five days. Months three to 12, there's no treatment days. Eight or 10 oral treatment days for the year is basically what you got to deal with. I have to do it 10. Uh, he said five days. The first two days, I take two pills. The rest of the days, I take one pill. And so that's, that's how he said it starts out for me. So I'm looking at 10 days of pills a year. No fucking. And it's way better than starting out at injecting yourself every day and then going to every other day and then the six month infusion. Yeah, I'll take 10 pills a year. No problem. Or 10 treatment day pills a, a year. And then year two, month one, the first treatment week is the same, four or five days. Second treatment week, four or five days. And then months three to 12 or. Nothing, no pills. So that's nice to know. And then it's all set up depending on your weight. What happens once you're prescribed an even clot? Your healthcare provider will continue to monitor your health during the two yearly treatment courses, as well as between treatment courses and for at least another two years, during which you do not need to take maven clot. Your healthcare provider may delay or completely stop treatment with Mavenclad if you have severe side effects. It is not known if it is safe and effective for people to start Mavenclad after the full four-year period. I know with my Ocrevus, even though I haven't didn't get my infusion in April and stuff, said it's going to be really close to the to a line to switch into it so we're going to see that's why we have to check on things but my things that are depleted from my last medication should be recovered by now but we'll see before you take it tell your health care provider of course talk to him uh, maven cloud dosing and other ms treatments uh, treatment option oral pills maven clods up to 20 pills a year, whereas Abagio is 365 pills a year. 
Jelenia's 365 pills, Mazinet's 365 pills, and Ekvadir's 730 pills. So it's like, those ones you got to take a pill a day, Ekvadir, you got to take two a day, and Ekvadir has a lot of side effects and stuff. A lot of those have side effects that worry me way more, but. And then you got injections, whereas if you're on Avonex, you be doing 52 injections a year. Beta Serone, 182 injections per year. Copaxone, 156 to 365 uh, injections per year. Plugarity is one time every two weeks, so 26 injections a year and then if you're doing infusions you got Limtrata is basically five consecutive days in a year in year one uh Ocrevus, you get a dose of every infusion every six months your first one split up in half and given in two separate infusions over a couple weeks but then after that, it's one infusion every six months. Aubrey is 13 infusions, one every 28 days. So I'm kind of glad I didn't go on to Sabri because that's where I kind of was leaning towards. But, but yeah, it's way less stuff to take than all the other ones, which is actually nice to not have more damn medications piling up in your system. Uh, How the immune system works. Your immune system is a complex network of cells that work together to defend the body from infection. These cells fall into two main groups, innate and adaptive. Innate cells are your immune system's first line of defense, but the response is nonspecific. Their job is to recognize harmful agents in your body and respond to them immediately. Adaptive immune cells, called T and B cells, also known as lymphocytes, listen to the innate cells and respond over days or weeks to eliminate the specific virus or infection. These cells also develop memory so that the body is prepared the next time the harmful agents threaten the body. Immune system and MS. For people innate, for people with MS, some innate immune cells work as they should, but a few may play a role in the development and progression of MS. Adaptive. In MS, T and B cells do not communicate properly and become overactive, leading them to mistakenly attack the nerves in the central nervous system. This causes damage and inflammation, which shows up as lesions and MS-related symptoms. Important safety information. Before you take MavenPod, tell your healthcare provider about all your medical conditions, including if you think you have an infection, have taken, take, or plan to take medication medicines that affect your immune system or blood cells, or other treatments for MS. Certain medicines can increase your risk of getting an infection. 
have had a recent vaccination or are scheduled to receive any vaccinations, have heart failure, have liver or kidney problems, are breastfeeding or plan to breastfeed, do not breastfeed on the days on which you take Mavenclad and for 10 days after the last dose. Yeah, we had to go over a variety of things to see what where I was sitting with all the any type of uh, medications, uh, infections, anything like that, any type of issues I've had over the past year or so. But Mavenclad and the immune system. Innate. Mavenclad has the greatest impact on the adaptive immune system. Therefore, there is less disruptive disruption to the innate immune cells. This allows the innate cells to continue to help fight against new infection. However, low blood cell counts have happened and can increase your risk of infections during your treatment with Mavenclad. I'm hoping this doesn't bring increased uh, UTI shit again because it's been a while and I've been trying to do things to prevent it. But if your immune system is lower and you can get more infections, then it's a good possibility shit like that will happen. Maven adaptive. Mavenclad is believed to work by targeting and reducing the number of T and B cells in the body, so there are fewer of them to attack the nerves. For most patients, the active ingredient in Mavenclad does not remain in the body beyond week one. The number of T and B cells reach their lowest level about two to three months after the start of each treatment course and are lower with each additional treatment course. Uh, we talked about this. Uh, it's like you'll basically be destroying most of your TMB cells with the Mavenclad and then your body will, re- will produce new ones that will be hopefully disease free and not have not attack our system as much. So but the see with Mavenclad over time. Innate. In clinical trials, the average number of innate immune cells remained within normal levels before, during, and after treatment with Mavenclad. Adaptive. While a majority of patients in clinical trials experienced mild to moderate lipophenia, low T and B cell counts, most had their cell counts returned to normal range. It may take several months or more for the recovery of the T and B cells, and they may not go back to pretreatment levels. Okay. That makes sense. I wonder how that's gonna affect our system then if we don't if you don't get as many T and B cells back. Now when I start Maven Cloud, I'm gonna do a Resident Evil binge day. <laughs> They have the new Resident Evil series that I tested out and just watched half the first episode to see if I'd like it. And I do like how they got the Claire and Leon characters all. Everybody looks the same from the games and everything. And we're going to, I will, I'm going to do a Resident Evil deep dive when I start Mavenclad. And then I'll probably also veg out on some Resident Evil video games again. 
and could really go for playing Resident Evil 3 Director's Cut, the original one on the PlayStation, not a remake or anything like that. Although the Resident Evil and Resident Evil 2 remakes, I, I did enjoy. So, still think I have to finish off the Resident Evil 2 one. Mavenclad will continue to treat your MS over the two treatment years, even when you're not actively taking. Better. <laughs> That's the whole purpose. Alright, let's see here. How Mavenclad was studied. Uh, basically, it was a 96-week clinical trial with relapsing MS patients. And 433 people were given Mavenclad. 92% completed the full 96 weeks of the study. 437 people took a placebo. 87% of them completed the full 96 weeks of the study. It compared the Mavenclad to placebo in three ways. Rate of relapse, number of lesions, and daily progression. Uh, 58% had a reduction in relapse rate. Mavenclad reduced the rate of relapses by 58%. Uh, basically 0.14 versus placebo of 0.33, which I don't know what the hell that's supposed to mean. Uh, 81% of patients were relapse-free for 96 weeks versus 63% of patients taking placebos. Um, oh... Decreased the number of lesions, basically reduction in medium number of T1GD plus lesions was 0.33% by placebo. And zero with Mavenclad. The mean numbers of T1GD uh, plus lesions, 86% fewer T1. GD plus lesions, Mavenclad is 0.12 lesions versus placebo, 0.91 lesions were shown. The reduction in median number of active T2 lesions, the placebo is at 0.67, where Mavenclad was at zero. The mean number of active T2 lesions, 73% fewer active T2 lesions, whereas Mavenclad was 0.38 lesions versus placebo was 1.43 lesions. So it actually does show decent results on holding off lesion activity. So both types of analysis showed that Mavenclad reduced the number of MRI lesions as compared to placebo which I would hope it would do something better than not being on anything. Uh, Mavenclad significantly reduced the risk of three-month confirmed EDSS, expanded disability status scale, progression versus placebo, 33% uh, reduction in risk of disability progression. There's nine out of ten people showed no disability progression compared to 8 out of 10 for placebo. Uh, disability progression in, 
is a common measure of MS treatments in clinical trials, basically EDSS. Uh, one is no disability, two is minimal disability, three is moderate disability, four is relatively severe disability, and five is disability affects full daily activity. The scale does extend to 10, but that's as far as they're showing in here. But basically, Maven Clad's safety profile has been evaluated for 15 years, going from 2005 to 2020. Uh, Maven Clad may cause serious side effects like cancer malignancies. 10 out of 923 patients had cancer malignancies compared to 3 out of 641 patients for placebo. So it does have cancer, cancerous effects, but that's probably a good thing that I'm taking my uh, Rick Simpson oil along with it to help with that. And the pregnancy issues we talked about, low blood cell counts have happened and can increase your risk of infections during your treatment. Uh, your healthcare provider will do blood tests as needed. Uh, progressive multifocal leukocephalopathy, the PML that we have to deal with all the time and worry about. The PML is a rare brain infection that usually leads to death or severe disability. A lot of medications we go on, we got to sit in the hospital for a certain period of time so they can make sure we don't have the PML, which they can't do much about anyways if we do we're just gonna gonna burst in our brain and we're gonna bleed to death probably anyways so but they like to watch us for it and then pml is a rare brain infection that usually leads to death or severe disability although pml has not been seen in ms patients taking maven clad it may happen in people with weakened immune system and allergic reactions like hypersensitivities can cause Maven clad can cause allergic reactions, so stop your treatment if it does, and go to the closest emergency room right away and tell them what you're on and what you're dealing with. Uh, serious infections like TB, hepatitis, B or C, TB would be tuberculosis, I think. Hepatitis B or C and shingles, herpes, zoster form. Fatal cases of TB and hepatitis, one case of each, have happened with cladribine during clinical studies. Shingles in clinical studies, 2% of maven clad treatment. Treated patients developed a shingles infection. I guess since your immune system is way down, you can, anything that's just lingering in your system might pop up so take those in effect liver problems may cause liver problems you gotta have blood tests done for that too uh, heart failure it may cause heart failure which means your heart may not pump as well as it should so call your healthcare provider go to closest emergency room if you have any issues with that but most common side effects are upper respiratory infection, headache, 
and lipophenia, which is low white blood cell count. So, types of seriousness of side effects vary from patient to patient. For a list of side effects and stuff, check into your or to search up Maven Cloud and find out. But this book's thicker than I thought, so I'm gonna have to do one more segment. And I will stop this here and we'll be right back in a bit with some more information on Maven Cloud. Okay, let's finish up this book, see if there's any other useful information in it. Before you begin each treatment course, your healthcare provider should perform some tests to rule out certain medical conditions and see if Mavenclad is right for you. Once you're prescribed treatment, your healthcare provider will continue to monitor you to see how you're doing. Testing is recommended. Before starting Mavenclad in years one and two, two and six months after your treatment in each year. Testing is recommended done on, I'm guessing, blood tests and stuff like that. Uh, pre-treatment checklist. I know we, we went over like my PML, my hepatitis levels. Uh, these are a couple other ones he went over while I was there, but everything was up to date on testing numbers, so he didn't have to have any retest done beforehand. And we'll just test in a few months and see where we're at after that. But help you through the process. We provided a pre-treatment checklist. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, tell your healthcare provider about all your medical conditions, including if you think you have an infection, including tuberculosis hepatitis B or C or HIV, have taken, take, or plan to take medicines that affect your immune system or blood cells or other treatments of MS. Certain medicines can increase your risk of getting an infection, uh, have had recent vaccinations, or are scheduled to receive any vaccinations. You should not receive live or live attenuated vaccines within the the four to six weeks preceding treatment with Mavenclad or receive these types of vaccines during your treatment with Mavenclad unless directed by your healthcare provider. Have heart failure, have or had cancer, have liver or kidney problems, are pregnant, breastfeeding, or plan to breastfeed is knowing Mavenclad passes through your bed into your breast milk, uh, check with your doctor about all that stuff. I was kind of surprised that he didn't say nothing about my liver numbers with the, these past liver tests that we were looking at and having some issues with. All right. So, and both men and women should use effective birth control while taking Mavenclad. And for at least six months after the last dose in year one and two. Okay. That's all more pregnancy stuff. We don't need to go over that. 
pretty much if you are pregnant and going to be on this, make sure you talk to your doctor. Um, MS Lifelines is the Educational Patient Support Service sponsored by EMD Serono that supports patients throughout their Maven-clad journey. So I'm sure I'll get lots of contact stuff from them coming in the next weeks. Um, they will get you started on treatments with in-home visit, phone calls, video chats, remind you on follow-up appointments with your healthcare provider may be needed, send you treatment reminders by email or text if you need them, provide tips to help manage certain MS symptoms, and you get things about getting financial assistance. You can contact MS Lifelines and stuff at 1-877-447. 3243 and talk to them if you need to or your doctor will talk to them. I know my doctor looked at me and said, don't worry, all your paperwork will basically be taken care of. It's not going to be like all my past doctors and get my medication to me a month or two late and not get the paperwork out that needs to do for insurance stuff. But financial assistance for eligible patients as little as $0 copays. Uh, find out more about that if you need to. Uh, rest of it's pretty much more of what risks. Same risk that we've been told about. Constantly repeating everything, going over it again. Uh, how should you take it? It's given as two yearly treatment courses. Each yearly treatment course consists of two treatment weeks also called cycles that will be about a month apart take maven clad with water and swallow whole without chewing maven clad can be taken with or without food swallow it right away after opening opening the blister pack your hands must be dry when handling and washed well with water afterwards Limit contact with your skin. Avoid touching your nose, eyes, and other parts of your body. If you get it on your skin or on any surface, wash it right away with water. It's kind of scary here. And what the hell is it going to do on the inside of my body? I know the one pill I take right now, that's one that you have to take with very little water right away in the morning. You can't have no more water or food or anything for the next half hour because they want it to get into your stomach and hopefully stick to the stomach liner lining the stomach wall. I'm kind of wondering if this is like that too, since it's in a blister pack and you don't want to touch it and stuff. If you miss a dose, take it as soon as you remember on the same day. If the whole day passes before you remember, take your missed dose the next day. Do not take two doses at the same time. Instead, you will extend the number of days in the treatment week. Take Maven clad at least three hours apart from other medicines taken by mouth during the four to five day Maven clad treatment week. That's something I'm going to have to take into consideration because I have pills as soon as I get up. I have pills a half hour later. So basically like... By 9 a.m., I'm done with my morning pills, and then I take pills again at 2, 7, 
and bedtime. So yeah, I'm gonna have to try and figure out a good time to take Maven Cod and not not change my routine those five days. But yeah. So there's some things to know once we start taking it. Uh can ca- cause low blood cell counts have happened and can increase your risk of infections during treatment. Uh, serious infections such as TB, tuberculosis, hepatitis B or C, shingles, uh, progressive multifocal PML, leukocytopathy, liver problems, allergic reaction, and they told us that a hundred times. It. This book that you wait, you cut down 15 trees for this book because you repeat yourself a lot. And then they give you, yeah, this big, big ass hard book that they give you. And then in the back of the book is a little book that has all the exact same shit in it. Well, it's a little bit different. They got a little place where you can put notes and stuff. And, uh, ask your doctor about things that can't be an effective treatment for my relapsing MS. Has it been shown to reduce the rate of relapses? Has it shown slow to slow disability progression? Has it shown to reduce the number of brain lesions? And just a bunch of questions and stuff you can ask your doctor in here which are basically a lot of questions that you could get answers from if you just read the book. It'll, it'll be interesting. It's like the way he explained it to me. I think it wipes out almost all your T cells and then half of your B cells right away. And so your body's going to, be at that weekend point for a little bit and you got to work your way back up. Yeah. This should be interesting. I'm looking forward to it. I'm glad I don't have to go and get in infusions anymore. I'm glad I don't have to take needles anymore. I don't mind 10 days a year for over the next two years to Take a couple pills. That's no problem. So we'll see how it goes, and we'll keep you informed. But you know, unless for some reason we have a PML attack and your brain explodes or some shit like that. But uh, other than that, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to good things. It's not like it does anything for our body or anything like that. It's just basically there to. There to hold things off, and it does wipe out those cells. So you're going to be creating new, hopefully more powerful T and B cells, ones that aren't infected as bad. Hopefully, so that will be a plus. And I am also looking into possibly getting a blood. I forget what it's called right now, but they basically take all the blood plates that's out of your system. I know I talked about it just like a week or two ago. And they run through a machine and they put them back in all basically 
amped up, regenerized, all freshened up and disease free or whatever issues you're dealing with inside their uh, forms, their bodies. We'll see. And let's end this with uh, some weird facts. Oddball facts. You think America is crowded. Remember, things could be worse. Japan is so crowded that there's no room for big pets like dogs or cats. So people have bugs for pets instead. Some people pay as much as $3 for a grasshopper, a beetle, or a cricket. One Japanese store sold $10,000 worth of bugs in a month. Uh, really, it's not hard to catch a bug. <laughs> in order for one bee to make one tablespoon of honey, it must make 4,200 trips to flowers. So now you know what it means to be busy as a bee. It's a lot of damn work for one tablespoon of honey. <laughs> and yet the assholes that just take it, destroy it, throw it out... <laughs> Uh, it's against the law in the United States. It's against the law for a postmaster to shoot ducks. Okay. In San Francisco, it's against the law to walk an elephant on Market Street, unless it's on a leash. <laughs> and final one, it's against the law in Hartford, Connecticut, to walk across the street on your hand. So you damn acrobats, quit that shit. But that's it. We're going to end it there. Hopefully you learned something. I learned a couple things I didn't know from yesterday's doctor appointments. That was a little bit helpful, I guess. But other than that, a big waste of cutting down trees for how many of those books they probably print. You be good to yourself, be good to others, get shed a monster, and we will talk to you probably in a day or two. Take care.